Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. I am so excited for this episode of the podcast. I love doing my magnetic client episodes because I get to celebrate the incredible women that are in my world. And today um, is an exceptional human being. Orsa Borv, she's a dating and relationship coach, all-round superstar who I've been working with for the last year. And today we're going to be sharing some of the things that we've been building in that in that year to have her celebrate her first 10k month amongst many other delicious things that we have executed and um and built in that time so also do you want to introduce yourself hello 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 and thank you so much for having me um so yeah so my name is orsa i'm a dating and relationship coach and i tend to coach high achieving women who are smashing it in their career but not seeing the same results in their love life so i help women to attract conscious men a conscious man and I'm also in a unique position because I then also grow, help women and men grow deeply fulfilling relationship through a couples coaching that I do with my partner, David, who happens to be a men's coach. Um, so he do what I do for men. So I'm in a very unique position to coach women through any stage of dating and relationships. So yeah, it's some really beautiful work that I do. It really is. It really is. And it, and it rings so true for me. I think personally, I was been always very, very good at business. <laughs> always very good at that. Not quite so good in relationships. Um, so if there is anyone listening who's like, this is me, hands up, like smashing it in, you know, smashing it in business, but not in love. Why? Why does that happen? What? Why? Let's start there. Yeah. Why does it happen? So often I work a lot with uh, limiting beliefs and the subconscious. So often what I do find in women was true for me and hundreds of women in my world that we believe we can't have both. So we come from kind of this either or mindset. So we're assuming that in order to be successful, I need to scale back some part of myself. And often that have felt like is our vulnerability in our emotional self, which means that we're more maybe leading from our masculine, which serves extremely well in business. But when we look at our love lives, it's a different side of us that is needed to come forth. So really what I do with women is to support them to connect with their emotional self, with their self-esteem. Um, so it's a the either or mindset and really allowing oneself to be truly seen for who they are beyond facts and figures and really like this is you know me at the core of my being the core of my heart which of course is at a very vulnerable place to be and I can speak at this about this at length of course but this is like two major things that I that I see uh, with the women that I work with 
I love this so much. And something you shared with me, like personally, when, when we, we'd met up. So we're lucky enough, just context for, um, for the readers, for the listeners that we now live like not too far from each other. So we, I know we're able to kind of meet up outside of work, the work relationship. Um, but we were talking about how, and I was saying this is so true for me. Like sometimes it's, you know, what we think we want is so different from actually what we want in a relationship. And I know for me, you know, having recently got engaged in my head, it was that this person, this person, and they're going to be this and they're going to earn loads of money and they're going to all of these things. And I yeah. realized it's like, oh no, because that's me. <laughs> yeah. Super ambitious, you know, really like all of these. I'm like, oh no, that's actually me. And then, you know, my dear, dear, dear partner is so the opposite of me in many ways and actually that that's so complimentary and so could you speak to that a little bit because I for me it just was really interesting that you know going on that journey of like all of the things that maybe we think we want and not ne- not necessarily what we want and I see this in women in business it's like they really want to hit these things but actually that's if you go underneath it it's like really what they want is freedom you know so it's like how can you cultivate more of that now regardless of what's in the bank yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've been on such a similar story. So if we spoke eight years ago, I was like, he needs to have this job title on this much. Like it used to be like, well, I still love, love um, three piece suits, but I was like, it needs to look in a particular way. And that, and I was very much chasing more like a chemistry, like they need to be able to elevate. I need to see proof that they can elevate me and my career. So it's like, it, I felt like I came from a more kind of transactional place. It just didn't work for me. And then when I started doing inner work, I was like, what is the absolute most important thing for me is to be heard. I was like, I just want someone, especially men, that's my previous experience with men, was that I was never been able to like finish a sentence. They was never really interested in who I was or what, how I felt, let's say, because A, I rejected it within myself. But anyway, within that, I was like, the number one goal here is to be heard. I just want a man to be able to listen to me. And that became my non-negotiable. Um, and then, of course, everything changed. And I also have women, there were so many women in my world as well, are now in beautiful relationships. And it's often taken by surprise of the partner that they do choose and even part of that journey can be them judging themselves oh am I settling because on paper the suitor now partner doesn't look like they thought they did but they have all these other attributes and values that just makes them feel emotionally safe seen heard supported loved cherished you know and of course supported in in their career as well but they're very interested in like you know, who they are from the heart and they love it, but they feel conflicted because it's like, he doesn't look the way or, you know, he hasn't got that job, but in the end of the day, it just doesn't matter. So it's a lot of like judge, self-judgment within there as well. Or what are other people going to think? I used to date this type of man and now I'm going to present this type of man. Well, really, who gives a shit about other people? You know, like, how did you feel? Oh, I used to feel really alone and really disconnected and like fighting for my worth and I don't do anymore and I was like how does that make you feel like fucking amazing (laughs) emotional freedom I guess and I was like let's leave with that like yeah but it's very interesting to see them in there yeah yeah it's really it's a really interesting question I think that we can apply to all areas of life like we what's the thing that you want okay so what's behind that and what's behind that and what's behind that and why do you want that and why do you want that and why do you want that for me, it always, always, always comes back to freedom. And so if I, you know, relate that to my relationship, 
you know, my partner is like, yeah, great. Do what you want. Like he never, he's not that invested in my business. He doesn't really care so much. He's so interested in me, but I don't need him to be invested in my business because I know that, you know, that the care is there. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm invested in my business. And then when I'm done for the day at 5 p.m., 4 p.m., it's like, cool. And now I'm Pandora, you know, and it's, it's so refreshing to me. That for me is so perfect because I don't necessarily want him in, in my, in my stuff. I want freedom. You know, yeah. so it's this really interesting, like what's behind the things that we think we want, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as you were speaking there, I can think of so many of my clients who they travel a lot for work. And before as well, it felt like a little bit of a, of a battlefield that they had that type of position. But now the their partner, they're like, okay, cool. You're going away. Like, yeah, I'm available if you want to talk. And they're like, really? And they don't have to fight they do it's more harmony which is a whole other thing of learning to receive that it can actually be love and harmony and peace and union you know yeah. you don't have to like do what maybe we have to do sometimes in corporate kind of like fight for for our voice and space and yeah. and value it's just a given because they are who they are yeah and love, you know and and what's come so nicely with that which is sort of you know the two big things for me was that freedom and trust like I'm so mm. able to go away for work and this is just so much trust in the relationship trust that beautiful they're not doing anything behind my back trust that it's safe for me to spend time apart and that's not going to break down and you know there's just something in that real like actually really what is trust you know and and how that's so important in relationships yeah yeah very healthy way of of relating and this is very a lot of women that, that I coach as well come from this place of hyper-independence, um, which again can serve us very well in, in business, but in relationships that can be harder to find connection and deepen the connection and lean in to love. Um, and, you know, when they come to that place, they're like, okay, I get to again, you know, that either or mindset, I get to have my individuality and we get to have our togetherness as well. So I speak a lot of going from hyper independence to uh, David's favorite phrase, interdependence. It's like it's a healthy dose of both. You can have both, you know, and they don't threaten each other. And I used to come from that place as well, where because I ha- I was always in an kind of internal war with myself who do I get to be what is safe to express what feels desired by the other sex and so forth so I had this internal conflict but also I had this everything was always competing you know either internally or externally whereas like in a healthy relationship everything gets to have its space and place you know in, in a healthy way and of course it's seasons of life and it's seasons of relationships but you know we get we get to have it all not just all the time, but it's again having that balance was a key word of, of last year, actually, just bringing everything into balance. It doesn't have to be like extremes. It can just work in, in harmony, really. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. I feel like we need to take a moment to highlight the percentage of women that find a conscious relationships within a year of working with you. Should we just throw that one in? Should <laughs> 84%. You said that to me once in a call and I was like, why do we not have this like all over your bio, your website and every single sales page? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, which was a very good question. And I was really shying away from it for a long time. And I I think the first time I mentioned it was 
yeah, maybe a couple of years ago. And I remember it was in a newsletter and the font I put to like 10 instead of 12. It was just like, and I was like, I didn't really notice it then, but looking back, I was like, wow. But yeah, nearly, nearly all women who work with me one-to-one start a really beautiful relationship. And as I mentioned, because I'm also a couples coach, it's not you know, quote unquote, only to to get the man. It's about how learning the skills to grow a deeply fulfilling relationship. And um, yeah, so I have clients moving in, traveling the world together. It's one of my clients are getting married this summer. And it's just like, oh, it's just all so beautiful. Given that we are talking about the Expansion Accelerator, It gives me an incredible opportunity, which I'm thrilled about, to share with you that the Expansion Accelerator doors are opening. And what's super exciting about this is that the format and energy of the container has changed. So instead of this being a mastermind model, I am shifting it into a program or a hybrid of a program and a mastermind. So what does that mean? This is now going to look like a step-by-step moduled space where you will learn to build a scalable and sustainable business to six figures. The modules will look like launch systems, sales systems, lead generation, marketing, content marketing, messaging, and of course, wealth optimization, team, self-leadership, and of course, onboarding, delivery, and all of the things that put the service in service. The aim is that you feel really held in building your launch plans, building your funnels, so that you can scale two six figures with more time, more freedom, and ultimately more fun. So if you want to build more predictable and more profitable business, then head over to pandorapaloma.com forward slash the hyphen expansion hyphen accelerator. That's pandorapaloma.com forward slash the hyphen expansion hyphen accelerator. The spaces fill fast, so get in quick. And if you have any questions, please do come and find me over on the gram at pandorapaloma underscore. Let's flow into business. Um, December last year, you had your first 10K month. What, so obviously, you know, listeners here are women in business themselves. Um, I'm sure they would love to know, like, what did you do to make that happen? So it's many different little things and big things that I did. One of the key things when I came into working with you, I think you mentioned in like, the second call or the first call was so early and we hadn't spoken that much yet. And you just looked at me and you leaned in and you're like, can you trust that what you're creating is enough? And I was like, so seen. Because a a limiting belief that I have personally is that I'm not enough. I just didn't realize how much that was leading into the business and the containers, especially group containers, one-to-one smashing it, got the t-shirt, no, exactly because I want to expand and, you know, um, the business, it was much more focused on other types of ways that I could work with women, kind of this one to many. So A, it was really 
believing that what I am creating gets to be enough. And the second part that you coached me through as well, which has been a huge shift for me, is to live in the yes, like live in the possibility and just really seeing where am I leaking into the no. So that was two really big things. And also being visible, like, hey, this is what I do. This is the results that I get from women. Women tend to be here before and now they're here. Would you like that journey for you? Like, I can help you. And also it can sound, you know, maybe basic, but like really asking for the sale. I continue to invite women into my world. And one of my shadow archetypes I can go into quite frequently is the victim archetype. So let's say I would send a newsletter and then I was like, oh, no one is looking at my things, boo-hoo, you know. But it was like, oh, well, what's your personal outreach? Let's shift and change and switch things up in how I work. And that, of course, led to a whole different level of engagement um, as well. So it's a few different things that, and I mean, even more than even more than that, but that's the main key things I would say that that really, like it gets to be possible. I, for a long, for quite a few months, I was like the mantra before working with you, I was settling for less, which also was a pattern that I used to do in dating. Um, I was like, no, I get to be okay with, and it's not like I'm shaming these numbers. It was fucking amazing at the time. You know, I'm okay with, you know, 3K months. I'm okay with 5K months, but actually looking at what I wanted, desired and had to bring in in order to live the life that I wanted and more to really like express myself fully, I had to slash decided to hit the five to 10K mark. So when I started to do the personal practice of 10K months, I was like, oof, the contraction in my body. But I just held the line, like being in the yes, just had my mantras, did my morning practices. And I was like, it gets to be possible for me. And I'm going to be in the yes for this. And then the year nearly ended. And I was like, I am determined. I'm going to continue to live in the yes. And then it did happen. And I was like, oh my God, yes. You know, this is a, another like confirmation and um, evidence of that this gets to be true for me. Yeah, there's so much in there of like not letting the timeline contract you, which I, I know that I say a lot, but it's it's how, you know, holding yourself in that. Yes. And to give, you know, this is like some context there. An example of holding ourselves in the yes is when we've had that discovery call, connection call with a potential client and they're like, I think I'm in, I'm going to take some time to think about it. And then our energy just stays with that person. Are they going to say yes? Are they going to say no? What's going to happen? And then we don't hear from them for a couple of days. And suddenly we're, oh, it's not going to happen. That's it. And everything is focusing on all of our energy is on this, whether or not this person is going to say yes or no. And then they maybe say no. And it completely drains you of any yeah. like positive, like of hope ultimately. And then you're in the no. And so that holding in the yes is like, well, if they're going to come in, they're going to come in. But I'm also going to focus my energy on all of the other people in my community who could be a yesterday as well, or this week or this month. And it's that real, like, it's happening no matter what. And even if it's not happening today, I know it's happening no matter what. So it's really yeah. that holding in the yes of like everything that you are working towards through your action, through your content, through how you're holding yourself and, and your embodied, you know, embodiment. It's happening no matter what, you know, and it's, yeah. yeah. And that's, I would say, kind of one of the hardest things of entrepreneurship, because there will be days where people say no. And it's really like, how do I just allow that not to even 
you know, dent, dent, the, dent the field. It's like. Exactly. Yeah. And then such a big piece of, of belief, <laughs> like trust, faith and belief in, in myself as a, as a human, in me as a coach, in the co-creation with the, with the universe and the bigger powers that be that everything is happening for me. This gets to be my reality. And for me, that was very much like I get to be enough. What I'm creating gets to be enough. And, um, in my corporate days as well, I had countless of, People, mostly men, unfortunately, who was like, no one is really interested in what you have to say, even though it was like running the fucking company. They're like, can you do some pipe down? Like, no one want to know about data. I was like, sorry that we made it like one of the fastest growing PI agencies, but okay. But of course, this is, you know, little but big strands that have been sitting within as well. So it's like another mantra around like women are interested to hear what I have to say. Like, my teaching will resonate for my people and they will step forth you know and as you mentioned then when they come into my world I get to like live in the yes um of that so as a as a relationship coach it's very interesting to see how my limiting beliefs also of course played out but even like abandonment wound when we we did a practice and you were like oh if money was a person how would you treat them what would they say about you and I was like I'm treating money like how I felt my dad treated me is never really enough. You should have done something different. Even though we got the results, we could have done a little bit more. And I was like, that was a horrible experience for me. And why am I now treating money the same and effectively me the same? And I was like, wow, <laughs> like yeah. head blown, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, abandonment wound played out. Like, can, And even I saw through this, like living in the yes, when a client had said yes, I could still before leak into what about if they change their mind? What about if the first session isn't like, you know, or like fireworks, whatever, are they going to change their mind? So it's this like abandonment wound who's like leaking into everything always disappearing. Yeah. This is my worst fear. I just didn't have any idea how much that was filtered through with money with business with clients yeah how you do one thing is how you do everything until you do it differently ultimately and that's where that awareness piece is so powerful like so much of we're talking about here it's like yeah great we hit the 10k month but actually everything was that that, let's say there was like 20 percent of the strategy 30 percent of the strategy but there's you know the rest was like that real inner development and you know, like you've pinpointed self-trust is at the core of everything in entrepreneurship. You know, can I trust myself that I can, you know, do this? Can I trust myself to hold more? Can I trust myself if someone says no, that someone else will say yes? Like, can I trust myself in, in it all? It's such a beautiful opportunity for us to kind of fully, deeply, like sit in trust. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is one of the things that I really love working with you as well when I saw that you were a blend of strategy and spirituality so it can be like I love nerding out on data as much as we can talk about energy work I was like boom I hadn't found that before so it's been working on you know 
all the different levels, as I mentioned, like everything from like data to funnels to strategy to visibility to like, where are you emotionally leaking? <laughs> you know, how is the abandonment we've been playing out, X, Y, Z. So it's it's been that, you know, a word they used a lot, the, the real expansiveness within that I can be met through you mm-hmm. at so many different levels. And that's mirroring a lot of what I do within my work and how I am as a, as a human. So I was like, yeah, this is such a hell yes, which of course have continued to serve me within um, my yeah. business as well and this yeah. supporting this year. Oh, I love this. Such magic, such magic. It's just beautiful. So we um, we should probably speak about the slight change in strategy since the announcement of your pregnancy. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> Con- know. Congratulations. Oh, um, thank you so much. And I love that actually on the day that we're recording this, um, there is something coming in the post for you, which... <laughs> I gave you a little little tease about and you were like, I don't know what it is that you're sending me, but okay. (laughs) Yeah, I said to David, Pandora says you're not going to like it, but I think we're just going to trust what this is, you know, so... Yeah. I love this. I love this. I'll pop it in the show notes what it is. You know, I won't tease you guys too much. Um, So with the change, with obviously, you know, the the change in your own circumstances, we have been building out more of your funnels and and an evergreen products. So how are you making that happen? How is it feeling? And, and and I suppose I'm very interested in like how it's feeling for you because oh, it's like a sense of, you know, oh, actually like, you know, I'm going to be able to build revenue whilst on maternity leave, which is always so delicious, you know? Yes. Yeah. So it's um, beautiful that they're talking about manifestation and creation. I was very clear that before I worked with you, that my next coach, I was like, I want to be in a container where I can be supported by women and ideally be in a community where women have are thinking about having kids or have had kids in the last three years or are thinking about having kids in the next three years. So it's very specific and I'm very blessed that I then fell pregnant during this container um, as well. And so it was really for me, it was around this is why it's so important for me to work on what I mentioned earlier that what I create gets to be enough because what I've been able to do over the last year is building more evergreen products. So I've been looking at, okay, these incredible results that happens with one-to-one clients, what's the key things that I'm teaching and building a like 90-day journey and kind of the core of my teaching within that, meaning that people, women can continue to access my teaching with less of me having quote unquote to be involved because I'm going to be on maternity leave so it's really looking at okay how can I continue to serve women and they can get the the best and most potent of my teaching without me being there for every single call so it's like how can I continue to build revenue and expand this business without me being in the day-to-day and that feels so powerful and so expansive and of course super supportive of me as a as a future mum um, and even in motherhood not just maternity leave um, and even behind the scenes of you know, working with lead magnets, like funneling people in, in different ways, where before I had a very kind of one dimensional way of interacting with potential clients, where now it's like, well, we have a lead magnet, we're launching, we have pre-created, they can, you know, funnel into this, they can upgrade to that. So it's, so I really have over the last, and that's really clicked in in the last six months, I would say, whereas like, I really see the matrix of of my business and the potential and how everything clicks in together. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's such a, you know, I always believe that we're building the business to support how we want to live. You know, it's not the other way around. Um, And I personally, I mean, I centre much of my life around my business because my business supports me to live the life that I live. And I think, you know, that's, it's so true. You know, there's a pivotal moments in your life, like, you know, starting a family where it's like, okay, things are going to have to change. And you just simply, you know, shimmy the strategy into a a way that's going to work for you. And it's not starting from scratch. It's like everything was already there. Ultimately, it's just like, how do we build that funnel to, you know, to to be supporting you while you're, while you're on that leave? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that belief that women get to work with me through a container, say that I'm not in day to day or even month, but they can just buy it. And I, you know, I would know obviously who come into my world and make sure that, you know, they're getting the experience that, that they sign up for and so forth, but I'm not going to be as involved as I would within one-to-one. And it's like, it gets to be possible for me that a, an aligned woman lands on my landing page, goes like, absolutely freaking yes, clicks on the links, buy the things, go through the process. And it's like, does that gets to, <laughs> you know, that gets to be possible for me that this happens in the background whilst, you know, as, as you mentioned, like I live my life and you know I look after my future baby boy yeah exactly so beautiful so beautiful so I would love to ask what has what would you say your biggest kind of juicy takeaway um has been from working in with me in the expansion accelerator there are just so many things um one of the things that feels very juicy to me was creating and I do love this word anyway for me it's a really fucking sexy word consistency like for me it was building is building continue to build consistent revenue streams where before coming into to your world it can be a little bit you know sporadic here or there which it made me feel unsafe not supported and became this what is it called feast of famine yeah I think it's yes. an expression yes. and, and a bit so it's again where it's like it's more grounded is more rooted it's like strategy as well as the as the energy work that we've been talking about and just creating that consistency with leads women coming into my world be it through a lead magnet a launch a one-to-one the group and continue to build that consistent cash flow uh which before i wasn't sure i was like oh does this get to be again like possible yes of course so that to me and my life and my future um that have felt super juicy and also um profit where before working with you I I just wasn't looking at that I was really which is was surprising to me to an extent because I love numbers like I love numbers I love data but when it comes to looking at my own numbers and my own data, especially financially, I just never looked at it. So coming into your world as well, and you were like, you know, one of your things is to have a date with money every day. And I was like, oof, I don't really want to look at my wishes, like for no good reason. But anyway, I started to do that. So I've been doing that pretty much for a year. And also like, okay, seeing the money that's in the bank. And also through that, where sometimes I was like, okay, I made a lot of money on paper, but I I don't see much change in in my own figures. And I was like, well, what's the profit? 
And that also shifted a lot of things with my strategy. I've even paused certain things that I thought would be the best sellers because I just didn't make any money. And in the end of the day, I want to be of service. But if I'm not getting paid, I can't be of service to anyone because I will be depleted. I can't live my life. I can't get the energy that I need in order to serve other women, you know. And so that's been so for me, the words consistency and profit are sexy as fuck. And um, I hope it supports someone else hearing those words as well. I love this so much. All the things, it's like, well, I did this and I did this. It's like, actually, I just really like got consistent and then I made more profit. So <laughs> it's so unsexy. Yeah. And yet for me, I'm like, this is like the most important thing we need to prioritize in your business right now. Like, are you yeah. actually making money? You know, it's just to kind of throw in here, because I think it will be so helpful for people listening. But something I hear a lot, it's like, I'm making this money, but, you know, I just don't feel like I'm seeing enough for it. And, you know, if you want overflow in your business, like so many of us want more than enough, right? First of all, you've got to know what enough is, like how much do you actually need? And then like, what are you spending that maybe you don't need to spend? And practice, if you want overflow in your bank account, practice money coming in and not doing anything with it. And then more money coming in and not doing anything with it and more money coming in and not doing anything with it. And this is like a journey I took myself on where it's like, oh, we've got this. So now we'll just do the rebrand. And oh, now we've got this money. So we just spent it on this. And I was like, hold on a minute. Like, do I need this now? Can it wait? And if it can wait, I'm going to just have that money sit there. And suddenly over time, you, you start to grow overflow in your bank account. And then your nervous system acclimatizes to that. It's like, oh, okay. So we can sit with this 10 grand. Okay. Oh, we can sit with this 12 grand. Oh, we can sit with this. And suddenly that is how we build our capacity for wealth, right? Because we've actively chosen from a strategy point of view to stop spending on the things, to build the profit, to create the overflow. Oh, it's just such a delicious journey. Mm, yeah and it, and it is as you mentioned the seeing them and I used to be that before as well of money coming in and then I paid you know the people that I paid did a really good job it's not that but did I have to outsource it what was this obsession with getting the money out of my bank account instead of as you mentioned seeing it there and, and receiving it and, and letting the money grow and then making more conscious decisions strategic decisions of where do I invest back in the in the company but also you know choosing to pay myself more and um, because again trusting that money will come so it's safer for me to to pay myself and you know that gets to be a piece as well um but yeah the cash monies yeah totally know when to outsource be able to discern like will this actually you know build the business and the revenue or actually can it wait you know it's just so important so um my love what's next for you how can people find you so the best way to find me is on Instagram. So my handle is Coach with Orsa. Um, so yeah, join me on Instagram. And if you have any questions, send me a DM. And because um, I'm going to on maternity leave, which still I'm like, oh my god, yes, I'm pregnant um, in June. So the it will it will be business as usual, but not so much one to one over the summer. But again, because I've created programs and containers for women to still access the blueprint that saw 84% of women coming into my world. So I have a lot of women coming in through that way and I'm working with them now, which is really gorgeous. So yeah, expansive business and also nurturing myself, baby boy and, and family and moving and yeah, it's all, yeah, feel very, very blessed. As it should be because you get to have it all. <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. I get to um, allowed. It's You're okay. Allowed. Calm enough. Yeah. It's safe for you to have it all. Beautiful. It's safe for me to have it all. Yeah. I will link Orsa's details, uh, website, Instagram into the show notes, um, but please do go find her. She's brilliant. Um, I think whether you are looking for love, you're in love and you want to build that more conscious, you know, delightful um, companionship, relationship. Um, yeah, it's really, really beautiful to witness you in your growth and, and then really hold you in what you stand for because, you know, conscious relationships will change the world. So, yeah, beautiful. Agreed. Thank you so much. Thank you.